Hi, everyone. This is the Bad Girl's Guide to Love with Dr. Ayo. I'm your host, Dr. Ayo Gathing. I'm a board-certified psychiatrist, best-selling author, and a health and relationship expert. I am here to liberate you from your boring-ass love life. Lose the good girl and unleash your inner bad girl to finally find love and get the relationship you deserve. Hello, bad girls. Welcome to another episode of Bad Girls Guide to Love with Dr. Ayo. So after the excitement of meeting someone new, the ups and downs of dating and deciding finally that he is the one, sometimes it can feel like sweet relief, like super relief (laughs) to be settled and in a stable relationship. Knowing that you have someone that has your back and that you have a companion for all of those life's moments, especially the plus ones at all those events, can be so reassuring. But what happens when the excitement dies down and there seems to be a lull, like more comfort than amazement? When the hot, sweaty sex turns into missionary again, or even worse, dozing off while Netflixing and never even getting to the chilling. This does not have to be you. No matter what stage you are in your relationship journey, you know, trying to get to happily ever after or figuring out what you want to do or whether you've been married for years, you have to keep things sexy in your relationship. I used to think that there was nothing better than the excitement of a first date or that flutter in your tummy right before your first kiss and getting to know someone new and figuring out all the little quirks, the things that you love, and sadly, some of the things that annoy the crap out of you. And I was one of the people who actually enjoyed dating and the fun of newness and meeting new people. But then I met my husband and I realized that I get to have those moments repeatedly over time. You know, I don't have to just keep having first dates and meeting someone new to get those butterflies and those super, you know, exciting feelings. And he does happen to be a super romantic guy. So he does a great job at reminding me why I fell in love in the first place and creating those sexy moments. But this doesn't just happen. Maintaining the spark isn't just something that comes out of the blue. It takes attention and effort to ensure that you keep the flame burning and that you keep things going and fun and sexy. So if you get caught up in the day-to-day hustle and bustle of life, you'll be too caught up in the rigmarole. You'll be too tired or too frustrated or too something to focus on one of the most important aspects of your relationship. And that's keeping the intimacy alive and making sure that your bond remains strong. So it's not important just to have someone or just to know that the right person you know, is in your life. You have to keep it fun. You have to keep things sexy in your relationship. So one of the most popular reasons couples cite, you know, as the reason they break up is that they've lost their connection. They no longer feel close to their partner as a result of they feeling like they grew apart or they, you know, are strangers now or, or don't even, can't even remember, you know, why they even fell in love with this person. 
And I know what you're thinking, that you're so in love and you're head over heels for him, that that can never change. But no relationship is protected from slipping into the slumps of being overly comfortable. And that happens when you don't maintain that flame and that spark and that chemistry and you don't fuel that fire. So you have to keep things sexy in your relationship. And I'm going to give you some tips, of course, for how to keep the spice in your life, especially your love life. So one of the things is to make time for each other. In the beginning, and like I said, it's all sunshine and roses, right? You can't stop thinking about each other. You do anything to see each other. You're in constant communication. I mean, you're missing important meetings. You're canceling plans. You're waiting with bated breath until you can see each other again. But then you realize that this is not sustainable and you start getting back into the real world. You know, that phase initially is over where you're just obsessed with each other and you know you really can't get enough but then the real world actually starts to kind of sink in and take over those deadlines family gatherings friends stalking you and calling you out for being missing in action and then you decide okay I can do all of this I got this and you you go back to your real life and you juggle everything But what often gets overlooked is the quality time that used to be a priority. You know, especially, you know, in the beginning where you would do anything to be with each other, you lose, you know, that sense of urgency because you're like, oh, yeah, I got him. That's my boo. It's fine. I'll see him later. Oh, we'll go out another day this week. This is this work is important. And, you know, you can't even remember that there was a time where you would do anything to see each other. And while it's not possible to be totally obsessed, you know, like you were in the beginning, you can ensure that you carve out time in your busy schedule to focus just on each other. And you have to continue to do that. Closeness and connection is all about sharing intimate moments together. So you can't forget to make you know, that a priority and to put that on the calendar. You know, I tell people put dates on the calendar. They're just as important as meetings or anything else that you're scheduling. All right. Next tip is to be spontaneous. Nothing is more comfortable or settling than a daily routine. And I am actually a creature of habit. I love routine. I like going to the same gym class and, you know, I even like using the same bathroom stalls. I mean, I'm a little weird there, but you get it. Like routine is fine, but doing the same thing day in and day out in your relationship is not as romantic and sexy as you need it to be. It's actually a romance killer. And one of the ways to keep things sexy is to be spontaneous. So, you know, send that flirty message like you used to in the beginning or pop up for a hot lunch date or, you know, surprise him with a sitter and and plan a date night. You have to get out of those rituals and resist the temptation to do the same old thing every day because that, you know, can really get old and kill the flame and the fire and, and dull down some of that sexiness. All right. Next, you have to give more eye contact. With all of the new technology and devices that we have, we've gotten so attached to them. You know, electronics, between cell phones and laptops and TV. I mean, our eyes are glued 
to, you know, the next funny meme or whatever cat videos people like to watch or, you know, the latest TV series. But with all of that, you're focusing on your device and leaving less attention to your partner. One way to prevent, you know, technology overload is to unplug and lay eyes on your partner. Look into his eyes. It's one of the easiest ways to create a spark and it can be incredibly flirty sharing like a long glance across the room and just holding his eye I mean it's just very intimate and it could just be the start of the two of you getting a little closer and you know skipping tv night and actually you know getting a little some some that night so eye contact put down your devices put the phone down put the tv down whatever it is and make some eye contact and you never know where it'll lead. All right, next, find the romance in the everyday. So let's not sugarcoat it. I mean, life is generally a series of regular moments, right? Like working and grocery shopping or laundry or meal prep or what have you. But these situations don't have to be mundane, right? Preparing a meal together or getting your workout on together have been scientifically shown to create a spark and increase your excitement about your partner. So instead of divvying out the chores and saying, okay, you do the dishes, I'll do the cooking, you do the sweeping, I'll do the mopping, whatever, you know, prepare that meal together. And definitely instead of hitting the gym and splitting up, and that's what my um, husband and I do a lot. Like I'll go to a gym, a Zumba class and he'll, you know, go off and do his little weights or whatever. But, you know, every now and then, Instead of splitting up, stick together. And I know I have so many couples who tell me that they argue or that they can't work out with their boyfriend or their husbands because they either push them too hard or they'll argue. But if you can't get it down, you know, scientifically, those endorphins are flowing. You get your catecholamine. I mean, your body is just prime to be physically attracted to your partner, you know, who you're working out with. So sex is not the only way to sweat it out. So try some of these things. But basically, the point is, you have to find the romance in some of those everyday moments. And even if you are sitting around on the couch watching TV, you know, you could be playing footsies, you could be giving each other a massage. I mean, you have to maintain the sexy and maintain that intimacy in the everyday. All right. And lastly, touch as often as possible. So I know this might sound crazy, but one of the key ways to flirt with your husband or boyfriend or, you know, someone that you're, you're dating other than eye contact, eye contact is, you know, one of the key ways to flirt. But other than that is to get a little closer, a hand behind your back, a brush against his shoulder. I mean, all of those things create a lot of chemistry out of just a simple little touch. Sex is not the only way to let him know that he still does it for you and that he still drives you wild and that you think he's sexy. I mean, use your words, but also use your hands, use your feet, use anything to get close and touch an intimate kiss, a tight embrace. I mean, that can keep that sparkle in your eyes and keep you guys fresh for one another and actually maintain that closeness. All right. So let's recap for you. I know I've thrown a lot at you, but the tips to keep it sexy, make time for one another, be spontaneous, 
give more eye contact. This is should have been number one, but put those phones down. Talk to each other. Or unless you're FaceTiming each other or Skyping each other and giving each other eye contact, put it down. Find the romance in everyday situations and touch as often as possible. And even if you're out and about. So don't be scared of a little PDA. Hold hands, you know, hug each other's shoulders, whatever you have to do. Get a little closer and touch as often as possible as possible. All right. Now, this is my favorite part of the show. What would Dr. Ayo do or answer your questions? Thank you all for sending them in and my Instagram, IOGathingMD, or my website, www.iogathingmd.com. This week, I have a question from Riley. Hi, Dr. Ayo. My name is Riley, and I've been married for five years. Okay, I love it. I'm a married couple. We've got great jobs, two kids, and a great life, but it seems like something is missing. I think we may be falling out of love with each other. We hardly ever talk anymore, and I can't remember the last time we had sex. We used to have so many things in common and have so much fun together. Now we're just holding it together for the kids. No one is cheating or doing anything salacious, but we've just grown apart. Help, should we just throw in the towel? Riley, you are not alone. Like I said, this is a very common problem and many couples go through this growing apart. And, you know, this is a phenomenon that many couples experience being crazy in love one minute and strangers the next or worse, maybe even enemies the next, you know, they can't even remember. They're like, I hate this person. How could I have ever dated this person or married this person? But you don't have to let this be YouTube you still have time to turn things around. Because you're, you're reaching out to me, it's obvious that you still feel like something is still there. There's still some pull. And it's not just the kids, okay? People co-parent and raise kids together just fine. So there's something holding you together. But you have to stop being lazy and make it happen. If you can't remember the last time y'all had sex, it's because you haven't done anything about it. You haven't done anything to make sure that sex happened. You haven't had a sexy date night. You haven't tried to put it on them. You haven't asked them, you know, do I turn you on anymore? I mean, sex doesn't just happen out of the blue. Someone has to initiate. There has to be, you know, a mood set. So do something. If y'all don't talk anymore, it's time to set up some time away from everything for you two to pour into the relationship and pour into each other, away from work and kids and family, just you. And don't talk about or even think about the kids or work. It's time to talk about those things that you said you had in common. You don't just not have anything in common anymore with someone that you had so much in common with, right? It's either that you've lost touch of those things or you're not doing those things anymore. Or you're not discussing those interests anymore. So it's time to be spontaneous, unplug, and get that freakum dress out, or even better, some sexy lingerie out, and not to work it out in the club or impress someone else, but to reignite that spark with your hubby. Because there is a reason you two fell in love in the first place and had a connection in the first place. It's not the kids, because they weren't there. So go ahead, ditch everything else, Work on YouTube, work on that spark, and get a little closer and put that on the calendar. All right, you all, maintaining a relationship and keeping things sexy takes work. So you go ahead and put that effort in and 
it's time to keep that spice in your relationship and it's never too late to turn things around. All right, that's been this week's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and review. Thank you to all of you that have so far. And, um, you know, let me know. And DM me on Instagram, IOGathingMD. Let me know what you're thinking, any thoughts. Facebook, IOGathingMD. If you, basically, if you know my name, you know where to find me. Until next time, be bad. That's this week's episode of Bad Girl's Guide to Love with Dr. Io. Thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give me a review on iTunes. For more material and content, you can find me under IOGathingMD on Instagram and Twitter, or head over to my website, www.iogathingmd.com. Don't forget to join me next week for another episode. Until then, be bad.